You, you know, we have a lot of expressions in the English language. I don't even know what I'm saying. What are we talking about? Where'd that come from? Most all of us use them every day. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means. You know, we just say them as if they really made as sense. As if they really made sense. I mean, how silly is that? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yes, sir. You know what it is. You know who it is. Welcome to Appraise the Phrase, Origins of Everyday Expressions, where we are here to do three things. Unveil the meaning, confirm the origin, and assess the quality of common phrases. Dub, brother, what's good with you? No, yeah, man. Like always, super glad to be here. Very humble to be here. Um, let's get it on. Let's get it on, man. It's a lovely day in the neighborhood over here. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. What's up? No, no. I was going to say not over here, man. It's about to pour down here in Miami, bro. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. My deepest, my deepest, my deepest sorries and condolences for that. For the what? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, man. It's, it's one of those situations where it's moving. You can tell that it's like just like a huge dark cloud. But you know, well, if you don't know how Miami is, that's pretty much all we give you: sunshine and rain. Ah, uh, here you are, here you are, you okay? Well, it's good over here. We are gonna keep it over here. I don't feel sorry for nobody in Miami because y'all be getting it all the time. <laughs> yeah, and all the time we be getting it. All the time you be getting it. Well, today, me and Dub gonna go over a phrase that is pretty interesting in my eyes because. I don't know. I don't know where the general public stands on it. I kind of haven't spent enough time to know where I stand on it. Like when and when I say where I stand on it, it's like, yeah, no, I'm about this, or this ain't something that actually works in the real world type of thing. Yeah, no, you're right, man. Because you, it's it's really not a, um, you know, everybody likes to put terms into like good or bad it's you know understand it's like when you really find out and when you really sit there and you think about it like is it a good term or is it a is it a positive term or is it a putting someone on a negative term you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's one of those those kind of tricky ones man once you actually sit down and um go ahead and uh think about it and say it so exactly exactly like where does it sit so today dub and i are going to discuss bite the hand that feeds you now first hearing it for me bro it takes me places so for you tell me when you hear that where does it take when i hear the the term don't bite the hand that feeds you like i feel like the first time it resonated with me because it's something that you kind of hear growing up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but the first time I, that it kind of resonated with me is when I saw Dead President and my, my main man, Cuddy. My main man, Cuddy, you know what I'm saying? Told, told him that, you know, you should never bite your hand that's feeding you. And it was just like that, that right there gave me that sense of, oh, nobody better never tell me that. I'm never going to let somebody tell me that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, give me I'm the context. On it. To... Give me the context in Dead Prayers where it was where, where they had to say that. Oh, oh, of course, man. Because um, like uh, Lorenz Tate, the main character, he went off to war. The whole concept was 
you know, um, these African-American, you know, people going off to war and how they, when they come back, their whole life has changed. You know, you're going off to war to think that you're doing something great and that you're going to be rewarded as a hero when you come back and uh, to find out that, you know, you probably made your life a little bit worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, just dealing with that. But anyway, um, the rinse take comes back from the war to just to find out that, you know, the, his girlfriend before, you know, uh, he left with his child that he's never seen because he left uh, he left her while she was uh, pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out that there was a guy during a time that he was away, you know, taking care of his his girl, taking care of his girl and his kids. So mm-hmm. when he came back and he's trying to say, hey, look, you know, everything that you did before has to stop, you know, everybody that you met too, like that is negative to what we're trying to do, gotta go away. You know, the the guy took a, he took offense to it and um, he told Lorenz, you know, this is me watering it down without giving away the movie. Yep. But this, he told Lorenz, like, look, you know, right now you you biting the hand that feeds you because you ain't got no job, you don't have nothing, you know oh, what I'm saying? Shit. You just okay. coming home with problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And here I am, here I am helping her out with her, her bills, helping her out with her apartment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because she got to raise, you got to raise your kids. So it's like, it was like a situation where he's telling him like, look, you know, I'm providing food for your table. Yeah. So don't try to cut me out. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to come at me sideways because you can't provide it right now. And I'm the one that's providing yeah. it. So. And that in that term, I think biting the hand that feeds you was like, know your lane, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's that's oh. one way to take it, and that's why I said I don't know where I sit with it because I can be like, oh, it's really on some check yourself. It really sounds like that, and maybe and check yourself mm-hmm. can be good advice, and check yourself could be like oppressive in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like maintaining mm-hmm. a power dynamic, and that's kind of where. I sit with it. So before we unravel, because that was very good setup. Thank you, Dead Prez. Thank you, Dub. Let's let's uh let's get this this meaning from from Webster's where bite the hand that feeds you is to mistreat or hurt someone you depend on or that has helped you. That's how Webster sees it. So it's straight up mistreating or hurting someone that you depend on or that has helped you because those are two different things someone that has helped you you're not necessarily dependent on they just you know what i'm saying it's a mm-hmm. little bit a little bit of a nudge a little bit of support now dependence is like and that's where for me it gets a little tricky dog that difference between because of that dependence, dependence right yeah man yeah, yeah yeah and that's what i'm saying you know what i mean like if you're the person that's saying it, it's a whole different spectrum as opposed to the person that's hearing it. And the person that's hearing it, it depends on what mindset that they're in at that time for them to take it in. Right. Because if you're in a situation where you're trying to get out of the, you know, whatever slump that you're in and you're just doing everything that you can to get out of and then hear somebody that's throwing it in your face like look you're not getting it done so don't get mad at me because i can get it done you're going to take it a different way you get what i'm saying like if this is a situation of you personally are taking advantage of 
someone who is maintaining your lifestyle. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then if somebody says that to you, then you're going to take it a totally different way from the person that is um, trying their hardest to, you know, get up and make some for themselves that it just can or just stuck in a situation where it's not letting them as opposed to someone who is comfortable in a situation of having someone, um, you know, provide for them. So, I mean, it, just, it depends on the angle. Yeah, yeah, those are the angles. And it, it, for me, you know what I'm saying, as I hear you, that's like a very common side of the coin. And we'll get into the origin because I'm like, it's important for me to get to the origin because it's like, it could be, it could be, I think the positive spin or the, the definition or the, the intention that is helpful to the greater good is don't take for granted. That's like how I like, okay, if I really want to take this as something that is just solid advice is don't take blah, blah, blah for granted. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then. But you don't think that's softening it up though? When you, when you, when you use it like that, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, when when you say, I don't mean to cut you off like that, but I just feel like that, it just triggered me. It just triggered me because it's like, I feel like the words that they use and the, the actual idiom that they use makes it an aggressive tone. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. Like the actual metaphor, the metaphorical part yeah. of it is like, it's not just this, it's, it's, it's aggressive. It's assertion. It's, yeah. it's something to it. Exactly, because bite is totally different from push back or uh, ignore. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like when you say yeah, you know, bite down, you feel me? And 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 usually, you know, I, I would say, I would guess the origin comes from like when you're talking to a dog mm -hmm. as a pet. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the most. That's the most. You know more reality wise as actually getting bitten while trying to feed someone is you feeding a pet. So mm -hmm. it's like, even when you look at it at that tone and you're trying to sit there and say, you know, you humanize that, like, uh, yeah, who's the dog? Too positive. Who's the dog? You're saying like, who's the pet? Who's, yeah. the fuck, who's the fucking pet, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's the fucking pet, bro? Yeah, let's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's get the origin. Let's get the origin because that that's a good point. So the earliest appearance of the phrase as we know it today, as you and I are saying it, and uh, the listeners will understand it, is comes from a political pamphlet called Thoughts on the Cause of the Present Discontents by an Irish politician and philosopher, Edmund Clark, in 1770. So, you know, almost 300 years ago. Eh, more like 250. What? Yeah. 250. Hmm. And... uh yeah, Irish Irish dude said it, and, and it, it would make sense that that would be used in an Irish political standpoint, especially then because they were looked down upon. They were they were a group of people that were not the class of you know Europe by any stretch, bro. You know what I mean? Like so much so that they like to compare yeah. like Irish struggles with Black struggles, Black American struggles, dog. Like they like to compare Irish Native struggles to Black American struggles and shit. I can see where that comes from, and 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 the 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 quote from Thoughts on the Cause of the Present Discontents is, having looked to government for bread on the very first scarcity, they will turn and bite the hand that fed them. 
Now, the context on that is I'm biting the hand because the hand coming up short. Hmm. So that's kind of, you know what I'm saying? As we know it, it it's, it's not, it, 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 totally it, 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 it purely, it, 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 it purely takes away the, the be grateful shit that I brought up. It completely removes that because it's a, completely, bro. It, 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 because it's a short changing of the person that's being fed off rip. When it got, when it, as we know it today, it comes from a political statement that says as soon as they stop feeding you, probably the little bit that they feed you, that's when, that's when we got to flip tables. You know, what's crazy thing about that is when, um, when you hear that, you know, it, it see, I'm a movie guy. So whenever, whenever I hear things, I kind of relate it to if there's a movie scene or something like that, mm-hmm. just that just excites me. So when you say it like that, it reminds me of uh, the Dark Knight when uh, Joker's like, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's cut this guy up in little pieces and, and see how loyal a hungry dog is. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like it's like when you say it like that, yeah. If you keep up coming up short with one piece of one piece of you know dog food or whatever case may be, and you're trying to feed hundreds of dogs. Them going towards the dog food, your hand is going to definitely get big. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> going towards the dog food. The doggy dog world that you're trying to, you know, shortcut. You know what I'm saying? Shortcut, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, of course you're going to, re- just, just of nature alone, you're going to know that there's going to be, you know what I'm saying, repercussions on that. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're, you're the person that's supposed to be in a, in a, in a situation of helping. Now, like I said, man, see, this is this is the versatility of it because that's totally different from what we've been talking about. Right. You get what I'm right. saying? Like we gave you at least 20 minutes of, you know what I'm saying, different views on this on this idiom, but it's like you just brought up one that was like, damn, okay, now you see. I'll bite I bite the hand too. I bite the yeah. hand too. Now what gets it, what gets it though, is that as we know it today, this phrase usually begins with the word don't mm. it usually begins with the word don't so i can see a shift based on biting the hand that feeds you saying don't gotta be a part of the plan <laughs> it gotta be a part of like the whole structure like man you know don't do that don't bite that We're, we fed you if i'm coming up short yeah. if i'm you know what i'm saying under this context it's like so I, okay i come up short right now don't bite the hand that feeds you and, and under, but it's really I'm biting the hand that feed me. You make a good point because I'm trying to get to whatever mm-hmm. the food's at. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily that I'm I'm attacking you, but it's up it's up for interpretation. Now this yeah. the essence of this bro goes back all the way to 650 BCE. Of course, the Greeks had some type of way of saying this because uh, they spent a lot of time thinking. So a lot of people think that uh, it pointed towards the Greek poet uh, Sappho from the island of Lesbos. Mm-hmm. Where she, I like to be on that. Uh-huh. Where, <laughs> where she said, there is no place for grief in a house which serves the muse. Now, taking that and like sitting with that phrase or sitting with that statement, there is no place for grief in a house which serves the muse is like, you don't have time. You can't even be in a spot. Like, you got to get to serving. So how are you going to mm-hmm. have a gripe? How are you going to have a complaint? How are you going to want to bite back when... You're in the house to serve whose house it is. 
and that's that's where you sleep. That's where you, you know what I'm saying? That's where you, that's your home. Mm-hmm. That's your house. Like it's the mm-hmm. music's house, but you there to serve. So you can't even, you can't even have a complaint because then it's not your house. Then you you got no house. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, because you have no place to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're you're essentially working to live here. Yes. Yes. And that's the essence, essence of bite the hand that feeds you as in and in, in with it coming with don't at the beginning. Now let me give a little bit of background on Safo just so we can understand like mm-hmm. why would this person, why would she say this? So she was a prolific prolific poet. She's very popular in history uh, as composing over 10,000 lines of poetry. Uh, her poetry is well-known and greatly admired and is still considered extraordinary in her work and uh, continues to influence other writers. But beyond that, she's a symbol of love and desire between women. So like the word sapphic, which I'm not familiar with, but and lesbian being derived from her own name and the home where she's from. Like that's where those come from and derive from. So her importance as a whole is around like that energy, that woman to woman energy. Mm-hmm. And it could be romantic love. It could be, you know, whatever it is. But to me, it would make sense that again, a person just like the Irish, if you're a woman and you're a Greek poet, that's a woman in a, in a man's Greek poet world. And let's say you you rock with women romantically, you again mm-hmm. are the short change. You're the pet, like you said. <laughs> you're yeah, the, exactly. you know what I'm saying? If there's a hierarchy, you're that person. So that would inspire a thought to say, man, it's I'm looking up and what will I do? I don't like the scenario sometimes. I'm I'm in service or I'm being fed. And when it's it's not mm-hmm. how I like it, I got a feeling about it. Yeah. It's like I'm not looking to be fed, I'm looking to be helped up. Man, man, and maybe, maybe that's where it's supposed to go and maybe like when you're not getting fed and it's like, oh, you're not you're not helping me up. So I you know what I'm saying? That's where it turns into like either don't complain because mm-hmm. you lose you're gonna lose the thing that you do have, or you start to bite. You start to bite back either in effort to get to the food or out of just pure frustration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where that sit with you at? Where that sit with you at, man? Bro, you know what? Honestly, I still feel like it's in the eye of the beholder because it's a situation where it can be either you're saying it or you're hearing it. And I think, I don't think you're ever going to be, there ever going to be a situation where, you know, the sayer is on the same page as the hearer because mm-hmm. it always looks like a, a, a level difference. It's not a, you know what I'm saying? Like a situation of if you can do it, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's different. But if it's just, it, it, it seems like it's a significant difference mm-hmm. between the person that's saying it and the person that's hearing it. I agree with you there. You know what I'm saying? That that's really what's what's really makes it a a, a versatile saying. That's real. That's real. I would say that. I would say it makes it versatile because of the difference of the levels that the hearer and the stare got to be on. And I'm still, you know, debating whether or not it's going to be a negative, or I'm still debating on whether it's going to hit me in a positive route because once you know, you can't go back. But it's just like a situation where I'm still confused whether to even use it or not. 
You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you, you know what it is, bro. Like we are here on earth to do certain things and, you know, helping and, 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 uh, you know, giving knowledge, I feel like are the two of the most main important things that we can do. Um, so it's like, for me, you know, it's like, it kind of goes against both of them in a situation where, you know, of course you want to help people out, but you don't want to, you know, I'd rather give you the knowledge to help yourself. Oh, perfect segue, dog. You know I want you to think about this. Don't answer it yet, but just put this in your head as I kind of shift the conversation a little bit is as you're thinking about where to place the phrase, think about a third party. And I kind of have, I, I started mm -hmm. to think through it as you were talking. Say a third, because I, I, the other scenario is a third party says it, right? A third party mm -hmm. is saying it to, obviously, it, where it turned for me is the third party can only say it to the person at the lower level. You can't say it to the per mm -hmm. person at the higher level. So if it's a third party, then you, there's still a dynamic where you're not in the scenario. But think about that and then let me know how you feel about that. To to point out what you just said <clears throat> mm -hmm. about um, you rather give and kick knowledge, uh, there's a someone who had added to this proverb or, or, or added to this saying with a thought of their own. Um, and Thomas Shaz said, the proverb warns that you should not bite the hand that feeds you, but maybe you should if it prevents you from feeding yourself. Now, mm -hmm. let me give a little background on Thomas Shaz. He was a Hungarian American academic, psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. He was a staunch opponent of civil commitment and involuntary psychiatric psychiatric treatment so he's from back back like early 1900s when you know what i'm saying mental health and psychiatrics was very very um sterile and cold and, and, and lightweight abusive and he believed and practiced psychiatry and psychotherapy between consenting adults his view was based on principles that each person has the right to bodily and mental self-ownership and the right to be free from violence from others. And he criticized the use of psychiatry in the Western world because we was doing a whole bunch of forced stuff and a whole bunch of, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So this guy who's like, there's got to be some freedom here, thinks that this phrase is used in a way to oppress because you he's saying, well, shit, if you're telling people not to bite the hand that feeds you, think about that deeper because if the hand that's feeding you is preventing you from feeding yourself, you might got to bite that thing. So that's that's what I'm saying. That's why it's like the more you get past the levels, it's the it's the harder it is to actually like place it somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you want to put it on the shelf, but you just really don't know where to put it. And it's just like every angle that you look at and making it look different from every you know what I'm saying? So it's just aggressive to me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you gotta be aggressive, you can be you gotta be aggressive. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like when you when you have to let people know what's real, you gotta let them know what's real. You should be able to use it without oppressing it. So, you know, it's it's one of those things, man, where you gotta be careful with it. I say, I say just say be careful with it because you you don't wanna just it's just super disrespectful, dog. Yeah. You feel me? Like <laughs> it's just super disrespectful, bro. Like I guess because that's the first because of this, going back to my experience with dead presidents, it was just like a super disrespectful thing, bro. And you can't even say nothing because if it's true, it's like, damn, nigga, I can't even say nothing to you. <laughs> where do I push back on this, man? So where do I push back, bro? Where do you push back on that? I have an idea. I have an idea where you push back at, bro. Because where? 
hearing this, I had, <laughs> you know, uh, I there's a connection to this phrase that I think is is utterly brilliant, but fucking hilarious. And I've heard <laughs> it stuck with me since I heard it. And someone said to me once, "I will bite the hand that feeds me shit." <laughs> who said that was one of our old homeboys, David Deacon Jones. He played football with us at Robert Morris, one of the best, humblest, cool dudes you could ever meet. And what was very giving. So I think that's a part mm-hmm. of it because he had to come out with like, man, I will bite the hand that feeds me shit. So maybe that's the pushback. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you feeding me? Mm-hmm. What are you feeding me? And, and, and not literal shit possibly, but like, the context around it like this. Okay. You feed me, but the context all around this shit is lame dog. So how I'm, oh, you want me to honor that just because I'm satiated, man. Then you don't really feed me because I ain't eating shit. Right. 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 Then you just putting your hand in there to get bit. That's really, that's how I, yeah. that's really all you're doing. Cause if you, if, if you're, if you got shit in your hand and he's trying to feed me once I smell it, I'm going to know it's shit. I'm not going to eat it. So the next time, if you do that enough times, yeah, I'm going to bite. I'm just going to wait for you to drop it, and then I'm going to bite your hand. Yeah, because I'm not in a position to say stop feeding me shit. So the only position I am in to get your attention, to let you know that I don't like you feeding me shit, is biting the hand that's feeding me shit. Bam. Bam. That's actually, again, stays profound, bro. It stays pro- profound for me. Because it's like, now nah, that's my only course of action. It's my only course of action, man. Let's grade this Let's grade this because I think we were getting there. Uh, I'm going to go with the power this week. You'll go with the speed, and then we'll come up with our preference. With power, man, uh, like you said, the aggression is off rip. It puts you in a place where, like, you're thinking animalistic. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. And for me, it puts me, it polarizes me. It's polarizing. Like you've been saying, like it puts me in a position where I'm like, yeah, don't, but yeah, do. But am I saying it or am I getting told it? So, yeah, I can rock with this if I'm the feeder, kind of, because what position, who am I talking to? Or it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to bite the hand. I'm going to take the don't off and I'm, I'll bite the hand that feed me because I'm like, yo, it's my only it's my only response. But thanks for feeding me anyway, I guess. So with power, I got to get this a B plus, man, because it does have impact. Uh, it may not be super clear what direction, but mm-hmm. you got it. You got to stand up and think, start thinking about it when you say it. And I think people that say it though know what they know what they're mm-hmm. saying. Uh, I'll give you. No, I, yeah, I, yeah, know yeah. What, I think they know exactly what they mean when they say. I it. definitely agree. Yo, listen, Mario. I definitely agree with that, and I definitely agree that you know, I would say eighty-seven percent of the time they all saying it, they said the same way. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so I'll I, I take, take on the speed. Um, I'll give the speed more of a B-plus tool as well because, uh, you know, you don't have to actually say the whole phrase to know what you're talking about. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't have to say, don't feed the hand, don't bite the hand that feeds you. You can just say, don't bite the hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or bite the hand that feeds you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it gives you more of a different um, aspect to say, but like I said, bro, it's, it's it's something that we've all learned um, so early, 
You know what I mean? So, and, and it's easy to learn. It's easy to understand. It's easy to, you know, grasp. Even though it has so many levels and so many layers. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is take one of the layers and you understand it. Yeah. So, I think it's a situation where when it comes to speed, I give it a B plus. I hope I said that the first time, but yeah, I give it a B plus because, you know, that's it's definitely easy and, you know, fast to say. Work. I like that. I agree with that, man. I agree with the versatility on, on how to say it, and none of it really makes it worse. For my preference, man, I, if I have to make a call right now on the show, I gotta give it, I gotta give it a C minus, man, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's used to, um, to disarm. Mm-hmm. It, even yeah. e- even when true, even when true. So like when I put it under the scope mm-hmm. of like, even when true, even when it's the reality. It's not said to, to to support somebody. It's not said in a way mm-hmm. to make somebody feel good. It's a way to say this is reality, and I'm here to remind you of the reality. Yeah, and where you are and where you stuck yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. So I got to get out of C minus just because it has truth. So I won't give it a D or an F. Mm-hmm. It has truth, and it has it's an element of shit. I mean, some of us live in it all the time, and yeah, exactly. And so I, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. How about you? No, I, I feel I feel you on that grade too as well because, like I say, if you prefer to tell you somebody, that means you're you know what I'm saying. Like, who wants to be in the asshole position where you got to tell somebody, bro, you you fucking up your blessing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you you're not you know what I'm saying? Like you're not respecting who's making this for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I hear you. I got you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Work. Nobody wants to be that guy. And if you do want to be that guy, you're you're more likely an asshole. You are. And that's where I, like, we go back to that 80, 87% number. I think the 87% of people that do use it are using it correctly when they're being an asshole. I think the, the some of the folks that, when I tried to soften it up and say uh, it's a, used in the terms of, like, reminder of gratitude, I think those, that's the 13% that's, like, mm-hmm. not really understanding where where it comes from clearly because it comes from an oppressed place to be honest yeah to be clear it comes yeah. from an oppressed place so yeah. gratitude under oppression is tough dog it's it's the tough sell it's a tough sell man yeah i would even give I, I would even give a small percentage to the third party like you were saying like the people that are are telling you bro you're tripping bro you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, like yeah this this dude is feeding you you feel me like this dude is giving you all you want or this your parent or your parents are or taking care, you know what I'm saying? Or your your wife is doing all that, you know what I'm saying? Like yep. so they're they're even in that situation, in that sense, you got people are telling you, like, look, you're tripping. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rarely, rarely do you do you hear people say, Man, you ain't gotta bite the hand, but just take a finger. Right. Nobody's, nobody's in like, that like, middle ground. Like, nobody's really in that middle ground. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. No, I'm with that, man. That's beautiful, man. Any any parting words, last words for don't to for a bite the hand that feeds you? Oh, you know what? Honestly, man, like like you said, take the truth out the tr- take the truth out of it. But you know what I'm saying? Don't live by it. You know what I mean? Like, don't live by it. Because one, you want to always be grateful for the things that you get. And two, you don't want to over overstay your welcome. You don't want to make people feel like you get they're getting taken advantage of because you need more kind people you need more people in in the world that's going to lend out a hand for people you understand that so it's a there's definitely a truth in it but make sure that you're you're hitting on all angles and uh 
you know, just appreciating appreciating what people are doing for you. Word. I respect it, man. Thank you. As always, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, brought to you by Underdog Podcast Network. For Dub, for my man Dub, we're signing off. And remember, value is in the eye of the appraiser. We'll check y'all. Peace.